1: Like it or not, gaining weight during pregnancy is inevitable. Your baby's growth and development depends on it. But the amount of weight you gain could make a difference between a healthy pregnancy and one that's more complicated for both mother and baby. I'm Dr. Damon Cobb, OBGYN, and today we'll answer the questions most pregnant women have when it comes to weight gain in pregnancy. This is Preggy Pals, Episode 4.
2: Um, is that a plus sign? Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I'm your host, Sunny Galt. Preggy Pals is all about educating moms to be about their choices during pregnancy and childbirth so they can make decisions that are best for their family. And this show is all about the listeners. You can visit our website at preggypals.com for more information on how you can become part of our show. You can send us comments or suggestions through the contact link on our website, or you can call the Preggy Pals hotline at 619-866-4775. Okay, let's start with our introductions. Like I said, I'm Sunny. I am 34 years old, and my due date is April 28th, Um, the gender. We're having another little boy. This is our second son, and we are having a C-section. Hi, my name is Rochelle DeMeo, and I teach college part-time. My
4: due date is June 23rd, and we are having a boy. It's our second um, little boy, and um, we are planning for a vaginal birth.
3: Hi, I'm Cherry Christensen. I work in consumer research, and I am due on the 23rd of June. This is my first child, and we're not going to find out if it's a girl or a boy until the great reveal, and we're hoping to have an unmedicated home birth.
2: So, can you tell us? Would you prefer a boy or girl? You know, I really don't. I really don't.
3: But I will tell you that I had a dream the other night. It was a super, super vivid dream. It was my husband and I we were playing in the park with two little kids. They were the same gender, and they were both little girls. Really? So we'll see. <laughs> I think that's in your future the, then. Maybe the, huh? the little girl. The image I had of the little girl was like a splitting image of me at like age three. So yeah, oh. they were they were older in this dream too. And we weren't holding a baby or anything. right, but it was kind of strange.
2: Well, so. it could be mother's intuition. You know, they I, say
3: i haven't had any feeling one way or the other at all so
2: my intuitions were wrong both times (laughs) (laughs) so it kind of didn't work for me maybe it'll work for you (laughs) okay we'll be right back look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey (sighs) well that's why they're introducing an all-new bumble All right, let's kick off today's episode with some unbelievable pregnancy stories making headlines around the internet. Now, all of these stories are posted on our Preggy Pals Pinterest board if you want to check them out. So you guys have probably heard of this before. I don't know if you guys watch the show Mad Men. I've actually never seen the show, but I am very familiar with January Jones, who is one of the main actresses from the show. She is getting so much flack right now for encapsulating her placenta. And um, obviously taking these pills to make her feel better after having a baby. And I wanted to get your your guys' take on this. I'm really mad that people are just... Mm being so mean to her i mean they're saying stuff like it's cannibalism and how can you possibly do this and you know um how can this be good for you and if this were good that everybody would recommend it anyways what are your guys thoughts
4: i mean with my first i didn't um we had hard shows about it and everything but i thought it was a little pricey and um i remember the benefits of um encapsular plusna and i i actually wanted to do it but i thought it's a little pricey. I'm not really sure how it's going to be, but I actually had asked to save my placenta, but then we forgot it. I <laughs> forgot it at the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> and but were, they, we okay to, were yeah, they, they okay were with that? Yeah, they were fine you? with it, and they actually kept it. And then like a week later, I was like, oh my gosh, that's right, because we wanted to go back and bring the nurse like some flowers and stuff because she had a great, had a really good nurse and. They were like, "Oh, well, after we wait a few days, and after a few days, we had to, you know, discard it." I'm surprised they even kept it a few days for you. (laughs) I'm surprised too. That's amazing. Yeah, they kept it for, I guess, I don't know, two or three days. But um, we, I contacted them a week later, so it was kind of too late. But I didn't really have bad postpartum up until my son was nine months, which is weird because when my when he was first born, it was so just easy, and my hormones were just I was on a high kind of of being a new mom. Um, and then around nine months, and I don't know if it's because I got pregnant again. (laughs) it was around the same time. yeah. So I don't know if it was because of that or um, if it was just post, because I was reading also that you can get postpartum up until the first year, and it's not necessarily right away. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. But I know for about two weeks, I did have the baby blues and was like, crap, I should have, you know, encapsulated mm-hmm. my son. maybe it would have been better. So this time around, we're actually looking to doing it.
2: Yeah, because that is what they say. They say, and I haven't done this yet, we're actually going to do this this time around with my son, but um, they do say that it's supposed to help with postpartum, yeah. and then also to bring in your milk supply. Those are the two things yeah. that I hear I've a heard lot both about. of those. And yeah. it's
3: funny, because I've gone from one extreme to the other. I, you know, probably three or four months ago, had never even heard of this. And I remember reading someone post on a on a page on Facebook, you know, does anyone have any recommendations for placebo? then encapsulation and I was like what is that and then you know now if you ask me about this thing in January Jones I'm like oh it just seems so normal because the second I researched it and read what it was and read what the benefits were to me it just seemed like well why wouldn't I want to do this other than the cost aside and believe it or not my husband and I have talked about him actually doing it himself we have everything we need and you know, wow! Yeah, you have a I, husband
2: that would actually do that. Well, that's,
3: what, that's funny you say that because I met someone actually um, uh, about a week ago. We were chatting about it, and I, you know, we were talking about the cost implications. And I said, "Well, I think we might just do it. You know, we might just do it ourselves." And even if I have to buy a new dehydrator, the cost is the same, and I get the dehydrator for the rest of my life. So right, right. And she was like, "Oh my God, my husband is so grossed out by the idea that I even want to do this that he would never." <laughs> you're so lucky your husband would do this for you. I'm just thinking things are going to be a little hectic in that first 24 hours. And I might need my husband to be doing something else. Yeah. Other than steaming my placenta in the kitchen. <laughs> you
2: think? But, um, <laughs> Caring for a kid. Yeah.
4: But,
3: uh, <laughs> but what you know what amazes me actually, though, is oftentimes when I read these articles, I don't know if you guys ever actually scroll down and read the comments because it's not so yes. much the articles. The articles are yeah. usually written they you know, they may have one way, one sway or another, but it's the comments from sort of you know mainstream America that people are writing back that are saying, you know, people people who are pro it say, well, you know, we're the only mammals that don't eat up. The center. And that's what
2: January Jones said yeah. in this
3: article, and then and then you have all other people, you know, talking about well, other things that you know monkeys and mammals do that we don't do that we shouldn't be doing, and like just, eat our feces yeah, or something like exactly. that. Yeah, you know, they'll make stupid analogies yeah. like that, and I'm just like, you know, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Exactly. The big
2: argument is there haven't been a lot of scientific studies to prove if it really does help. And here's my take on it. If it makes you feel better, whether it's a placebo effect or not, Mm -hmm. why not do it? Who cares why you feel better? The whole point is to feel better, right?
4: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
1: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.
2: Today on Preggy Pals, we're discussing a topic that most women wonder throughout their pregnancy. How much weight should I gain and how quickly should I gain it? Our expert today is Dr. Damon Cobb, an OBGYN here in San Diego. Dr. Cobb, welcome to the show and thanks for joining us.
1: Uh, Thank you. It's an honor to be here.
2: Okay, so let's get right to it. Generally speaking, how much weight should women gain during pregnancy?
1: That is a great question. It's a question I hear every day in the office. The Institute of Medicine in 1990 recommended a maternal weight gain between 25 and 35 pounds. But the studies that were done at that, at that point, they were generally not high-quality studies. So they revised these recommendations in 2009, uh, and they changed their guidelines to include biological factors, psychosocial, and behavioral characteristics. They revised their recommendations to include an upper limit of weight gain for different body types. More specifically, women with greater than ideal body weight or, or an increased BMI, um, obese women, um, a- again, like I mentioned, overweight normal weight, and underweight women as well.
2: So if we were to break this down, do they have specific numbers? Like, Can we say, okay, if you're underweight, the current recommendation is this. If you're normal weight, it's this. How can we break that down?
1: Definitely. When we look at the BMI or just your pre-pregnancy weight, for obese women, total pregnancy weight gain should be between 11 and 20 pounds. Normal or overweight women uh, whose BMI is between 25 and 29, uh, their total weight gain should be 15 to 25 pounds. Normal weight women, their total pregnancy uh, weight gain should be 25 to 35 pounds. And underweight, 28 to 40 pounds total.
2: What about uh, guidelines for women with gestational diabetes? I'm actually uh, falling into that category with this pregnancy. So are those numbers different or is it still based on how much weight, you know, was I underweight, was I overweight before I got pregnant?
3: And that's a great question because most women don't even find out that they have gestational diabetes mm-hmm. until they're two-thirds into their pregnancy anyway. Right. And who knows how much weight they would gained up until that point. Sure.
1: No, that is a great question. From a standpoint of gestational diabetes, I think that choosing your calories correctly and the, the, the type of food that you're eating is, is the most important. I would still base the guidelines on the numbers that we talked about before. However, choosing what you eat a little bit differently from a standpoint of controlling your blood sugars overall uh, for, for your health and for baby's health
2: okay and then what about twins or multiples I wanted to touch on that too because it's not necessarily just <laughs> adding you know twice as many pounds or three times sure. as many pounds to the, the equation right
1: sure it, and we still base it on those recommendations however we alter them a little bit just because you know you're carrying a couple of little ones again as we mentioned uh, I'd I just go over the the obese uh, down to the uh, underweight women obesity we would say 25 to 42 pounds total for twins Uh Overweight would be thirty-one to fifty pounds. Uh, normal weight thirty-seven to fifty-four pounds, and underweight. There's really not any sick, uh, sufficient data uh, based on that.
2: Okay, and obviously you need to listen to whatever your doctor is telling you, right? I mean, sure. They, they'll recommend you know everything based on your own weight and kind of guide you through it.
1: Sure. Exactly. I mean, if there are any concerns uh, that you may have as you progress through pregnancy, I think it's a it's always a good idea to talk to your provider to to see what their recommendations may be.
4: Yeah, how reliable is the BMI to determine those factors, like if you're underweight or overweight, or? (laughs) Uh, It's a calculation,
1: so it's 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 accurate. Uh, I mean, does
4: it take in consideration like being small boned, or, you know what I mean?
1: Sure, that's a great question. No, uh, it does not, and that's the limitation of the BMI is that is it doesn't factor in you know muscle mass versus like like you mentioned, uh, like the bone structure.
4: (laughs) But with both pregnancies, my OBGYN said you need to gain at least thirty-five pounds because you're underweight. And I actually gained, I think, 35 with my first. And it's not like I was trying to put on a bunch of weight or trying not to. I just kind of, I don't know. I just did. <laughs> and I'm on the same track for this one, which is I'm at 25 right now. And I'm about the same track for, in which I'm, I'm I'm pleased about because I had such a healthy baby. But, um, you know, at the beginning of my pregnancy, she made such a big deal about, like, you're underweight, you're underweight. And I was like, but I'm really small bone. Like, if you look at my bone structure, you know. I'm not anorexic, I eat. <laughs> that's really <laughs> and, interesting. You know, I, it's like my bones are just small. And somebody who has like, big bones that weighs more isn't necessarily overweight. I mean, you know what I mean?
1: Right. And th- that's the limitation to the BMI is that uh, it's not absolutely accurate based on, like you said, muscle mass or, or a smaller, slight, slighter frame person. Uh, it's mainly just general guidelines uh, mm-hmm. that we have to have uh, somewhere to start, somewhere to go from.
3: I have a question. You know, where do you count the weight gain from? Because that's something that oftentimes, you know, I'm trying to figure out, how, well, how much weight have I gained? And the reason I ask this is I had a pretty rough first trimester. So I was actually... Down uh, anywhere from eight to ten pounds by the time I actually started eating again and, and gaining weight. So my nutrition during the first trimester was horrible. But um, if I was even eating, but so I wonder: Do I count? Do I still count my weight gain from my pre-pregnancy weight, or is it from where I was at? You know, at my lowest point, you're probably thirteen weeks or fourteen weeks into the pregnancy. Sure,
1: I, I think I would con- I would base uh, weight gain on your your initial visit, your pre-pregnancy weight. Uh, unfortunately, nice. we, have, <laughs> <laughs> we do have patients who, who have a lot of issues with with nausea and, and vomiting and, and not able to get the good calories in. You know, in, in those patients, we want to uh, encourage several different methods to kind of help get you back up to uh, the ability to put on those pounds again I don't but. seem to have any problem now yeah. so.
3: <laughs> problem <laughs> but, solved but it is kind of nice because for a while there I had sort of you know I'd like I'd lost almost 10 pounds and then I gained 10 pounds and to me I was like well I'm exactly where I was you know Man. the day before I found out I was pregnant or the month before I found out I was pregnant um, but I was like but technically I haven't gained any weight but then all of a sudden I had the stomach so I feel like during that I'd, maybe I lucked out because I think during those weeks I lost weight everywhere and then only gained it back in my Bailey and my boobs, so. right? <laughs> it's right worked out okay, but I've always been curious about that. Yeah, and and I,
1: I look at the bigger picture rather than just staunch numbers, and, yeah. and I always talk about that with my patients, is that overall, if the little one's growing well, you're feeling you're feeling good, and, and, and everything's progressing like like I would imagine it should, then, then that's the most important thing to me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's break down where this weight actually goes, because a lot of women want to know, why do I have to gain so much weight, you know? So let, let's talk about that a little bit. How many pounds usually go to, let's say, the baby?
1: The average fetus is uh, between 7 and 8 pounds. Um, okay. There are a lot of different factors when it comes to weight gain as far as uh, it's not all just uh, in our fat stores. Um, you know, Fat stores makes up about 6 to 8 pounds total in a pregnancy. There's a, there's a vast increase in blood volume in pregnancy, and, and, and that increase equates to about 3 to 4 pounds total. Okay. Um, as I can imagine a lot of pregnant women would would tell you that you feel like their fluid volume is is a little bit greater as well. Uh, and, and that can equate to about two to three pounds total.
2: And is that amniotic fluid that we're talking about? or
1: uh, No, just uh, basically tissue. Oh, okay, tissue uh, okay. swelling and things like that. Uh, amniotic fluid is about two pounds total.
2: okay. What about the uterus? I know I can feel my uterus <laughs> yeah. expanding. I'm going. Okay, how big is this thing actually getting? <laughs>
1: sure, as the uterus gets uh, bigger, hypertrophies. Uh, generally, that's around two pounds as well. Okay. Um, and we also have to account for for breast enlargement uh, as as milk comes in engorgement. That's about one to three pounds. Okay. Uh, and the placenta is about a pound and a half. So all those factor into total amount of, of weight gain.
2: Okay. Now I have to ask a question because this comes up with every pregnancy my mother and I um, discuss (laughs) weight gain and because she, you know, you know how moms are. They want to make sure that you're looking good. And uh, I feel like my mom's always been on my weight uh, throughout life, but especially during pregnancy. She, when she was pregnant with me, she gained like 12 or 13 pounds and it always comes back to that. And I have told her, mom, I'm literally one of these women that gains 35 to 40 pounds in a pregnancy. And it's not that I'm totally well well with this pregnancy I do have gestational diabetes so my diet has changed and I haven't gained quite as much weight but you know I was pretty much eating the same stuff that I ate before pregnancy um but it, it wasn't like I was just like mud pies and twinkies and you know cheeseburgers have these you know recommendations uh changed over the years for how much weight we should gain because my mom looks at 35 or 40 pounds and thinks that's way 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 too much um and I look at 12 pounds going You know, based on what we just talked about with where, you know, all these, the pounds go, whether it's amniotic fluid, the baby, the placenta, um, that seems really low to me. And we go back and forth every pregnancy on this. So what's your take on that?
1: I I think that's definitely a a generational thing. Uh, Weight gain and and our recommendations for weight gain has changed uh, significantly over time. Uh, In in the 1930s, there was severe diet restriction and, and weight restriction. I, I think that uh, about 15 pounds is what their their general recommendation is, and, and we know now that 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 uh, for a normal body type person is is too low. You know, even from 1990 to to now, there's mm-hmm. been different uh, recommendations. So a, as we research more, learn more, just like in anything in medicine, there's there's changes that can be made.
2: Well, I have some numbers for you guys that might make you feel a little bit better. I got this from the internet, so you know that it's 100% true. Uh, <laughs> it was some sort of celebrity website, but I thought this might make you guys feel a little bit better. All of you that are in my position where you're gaining 35, 40 pounds. Uh, Kate Hudson gained 70 pounds wow. with her first pregnancy. Uh, Jessica Alba gained 55 plus pounds. And she actually stopped counting at eight months because she, she doesn't want to like, know the the. <laughs> I'm done counting. Kourtney Kardashian gained 40 pounds. Towns. Mila Jovovich gained 70 pounds. Heidi Klum always gains 40 to 45 pounds, she says. Giselle, which, you know, the supermodel gained 30 pounds. So we're not going to count her. No, I'm just going to cross her off, her off my list. list. <laughs> um, Mariah Carey w- wouldn't say, but she had twins, you know. And she's just said that she gained an enormous amount and she lost 70 pounds three months later. So we know she oh
3: gained God. at least 70 you pounds. She gained at yeah.
2: least 70 pounds. And then Kendra Wilkinson gained 60 pounds. So when I read that online, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I feel like they're all so tiny to begin with they don't have an ounce of fat stored anywhere on their body so they need to like make up for it that's why we can get away with only you know gaining six to eight pounds of fat they probably a 20 is just uh, extra fat
2: stores. and it's one of those things you don't really want to talk about too much with people because you know speaking of celebrities Jessica Simpson is getting slammed right now with um, you know saying what she's eating and then you know how you know celebrities because they're just in the media and you know people just you know want to hound them all the time they are constantly Taking photos of them and comparing them to their pre-pregnancy weight, and it's so unfair. But you know, I I mean, if I have to hear one more time about you know her eating pop tarts with butter on them, yeah. you know, I'm gonna go crazy. Like people obsess about it. Oh, so it's you know when you're when you're gaining weight and when you're going through this whole thing, sometimes you don't want to tell people too much because. There's just so much judgment out there my pediatrician um,
4: told us this week that his wife who who's like petite like me um her first pregnancy only gained twelve pounds because that's what they were told back in the day which was and, and they were making her feel really bad for gaining her weight
2: really and um
4: her, actually she had a lot of health problems after because it was taken away from um her bones and like the calcium she became you know um she had some problems, and her second pregnancy she gained fifty mm-hmm. um which and which was good I guess but she said that he said that for a while um, the first like three years she was going back to the doctors over and over because she actually just hadn't gained enough right and overall I had make it was really doing a toll
2: on her body right yeah so that so. would be my next question Dr. Cobb is what is the problem with gaining either too little or too much weight like how does that affect mom and how does that affect the baby
1: the biggest thing we, we think about with too much weight gain would be big babies. Uh, big babies can lead to uh, a little bit more difficult delivery, uh, a little bit more difficult labors. Uh, From a standpoint of too little weight gain, uh, we worry about growth restriction, uh, babies not getting enough calories. uh, And also there can be some developmental issues uh, as well when when there aren't enough calories and, and not enough weight gain.
2: Well, now we know how much weight gain is healthy for our bodies during pregnancy. But how do we achieve that goal, especially when food cravings and aversions take over? We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back. We're talking with Dr. Cobb about pregnancy weight gain and what we should expect. So Dr. Cobb, what are some simple tips to help mothers gain the right amount of weight during pregnancy?
1: Well, I I think that calories uh, are the single most important nutritional factor in determining birth weight. Um, When we think about how much extra calorie intake do we need in in pregnancy, it's it's really not an exorbitant amount in addition to your regular diet. Uh, It's only about 300 calories per day. Some tips to kind of Help with that. I, I usually encourage my patients to continue with their generally what, the, what they're eating at this point. If we, we all know that 300 calories in, in addition is not a whole lot of extra food, you know, an extra string cheese or something like that. So being cognizant of kind of what you're eating, making smart choices, um, overall healthy diet are some of the things I emphasize in pregnancy.
3: And I would imagine it's also where you get that 300 calories from, like you gave an example, but it's, you know, a a venti frappuccino at Starbucks (laughs) is an extra 300 plus calories. I'm sure that's certainly not going to be providing the nutrition. And so I think it's also about eating the right types of, food and not just finding a way to just you know sure. fatten up your an extra 300 calories. Now is that 300 calories throughout the whole pregnancy or does it change as you're in different trimesters? I know the baby's growing more in the third trimester versus the second. So, do we want to make any adjustments at that point?
1: Sure, it's it's just slightly above the 300, uh, probably an another 100 150 calories okay. uh, as we move further into the trimesters. In the first Trimester, uh, we're looking to gain two to five pounds. Uh, from From that point on, second, third trimester, usually about a pound a week.
3: I'm curious. My my weight gain has been very strange and I'm obviously a little bit hypersensitive to it because I lost a lot of weight last year. And so it's always difficult, even though I know I'm pregnant to jump on the scale and see the scale go up. But one of the things that I've noticed is I would be at the exact same weight week after week after week, three or four weeks at the exact same weight. And then all of a sudden, one day I'm up three, four or five pounds. And then I would stay at that weight for a couple of weeks. And then a couple of weeks later, it's the exact same thing versus this one pound per week that's steady. So if you average it out, I'm doing okay. just seems kind of alarming that a month would go by i wouldn't gain anything and then all of a sudden it, almost overnight i'm five pounds heavier yeah.
1: and, and and that can happen uh, everyone's body makeup is a little bit different uh, eating habits are a little bit different that's why we look overall um, through, throughout pregnancy uh, and, and weight gain most important things as well is is when we when we talk about weight gain we're talking about growth of little one as well and and, and how your health is overall uh, like I mentioned before i'm not staunch. Absolutely staunch on okay, a pound a week. Things like it's just the overall uh, health of, of you and little one uh, and, and growth that that's the most important.
4: How, how about um, food cravings and aversions? Like I know with my first, I eat chocolate every day at four. That's just a routine I've had since I've been a child. Um, and with my first pregnancy, I couldn't stand chocolate. It was just uh, I don't know. My husband was like in awe. He, he couldn't believe it. Um, but I and I crave a lot of like potatoes and um, strawberries and pretty much overall like healthy things. And now, of course, those are the things he likes. Um, spicy food I couldn't stand, and he doesn't like spicy food. This pregnancy round, the only thing I crave is chocolate, which is so different because <laughs> you're making up <laughs> with my first. first. Yeah, probably. But um, with my first, like I didn't have that. And it's like I had a lot of different cravings with my first, but with this one, that's like the only thing that I crave. And I'm wondering how cravings come into play or aversions, you know, like spicy food with my first come into play with um, the baby or if it's nothing to do with it and just hormones. I (laughs) I think,
1: you know, what I always tell my patients is listen to your body. I think that uh, the female body has an innate uh, ability to, you know, take care of itself. And and, uh, not only is that important in nutrition, but. I always uh, recommend that in, in labor and birth as well. You know, listening to your body. Uh, when we talk about nutrition, I, I think your body has an innate ability to tell you what it's what it needs or what it's missing. Cravings in moderation, I think, or, or anything in moderation is, is not a bad thing. When I talk to uh, patients about specific cravings, uh, I usually try to focus in on, on more natural ways to kind of curb some of those cravings in general. Um, whether that be uh, you know green teas, which which uh, not only is a, a great source of antioxidants, but uh, decreases food cravings as well and, and also trying to cut back on sugars you know simple sugars and things like that that aren 't going to satisfy you only increase those cravings.
2: So what do you do though if you're gaining too much weight during pregnancy? I know, you know, some women want to put the reins on or even it's I don't want to say diet. To diet yeah. yeah, it's not the time to diet. You don't want to do that, but but you know, just just kind of cut back, really start watching your calorie intake is that what you would recommend?
1: I never recommend losing weight in pregnancy. I think that it's important to continue with those calories for for the growth of the little ones. Um, however, I think making smart choices, really analyzing what's your putting in and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, the calories that you're burning. You know, one way is is to increase the exercise that you're doing, you know, whether that be walking an extra 15 minutes, but also making smarter choices. Uh, you know, maybe pass up on a fast food and, and, mm-hmm. and uh, work towards more of a fruit or vegetable. Altering in that that aspect is is much more beneficial than trying to really restrict your calories.
2: Yeah, because sometimes you're just so hungry. <laughs> you're like, yeah, come on, so if I'm hungry. supposed to be listening to my body, my body is saying you better eat some more, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And what advice do you have for mothers out there who are constantly stressing about their weight during pregnancy? What would you say to them?
1: I would say to uh, maybe look at the big picture. You know, I, I usually encourage them to while weight weight gain is important, it's not the only focus. And, and I think that when you get so focused in on that, uh, I, I would not want you to miss out on the other great aspects of pregnancy in general, you know, growing your little one and that bond that only you and that little one are going to have.
2: All right. Good advice. Thanks Dr. Cobb for joining us today. This has been great information.
1: Thank you. I, I, it's a pleasure being here.
2: Well, if you want to learn more about Dr. Cobb and his services, simply check out the episodes page on our website and look for today's topic, which is pregnancy weight gain, what to expect
3: with the lucky land slots. You can get
4: lucky just about
2: anywhere. Before we wrap up today's show, here are some great prenatal fitness tips.
0: Hello, Preggy Pals, I am Lisa Druxman, fitness expert and chief founding mom at Stroller Strides, a fitness program for moms and for babies. I'm here to answer some of your most common questions when it comes to exercise and pregnancy. Today, I'm going to answer about some of the benefits of exercise during pregnancy. You might think, okay, this is obvious. I know that it's good for me to exercise, but it's not only good for you to exercise during pregnancy, it's good for your baby to exercise. What are some of the things that you think about in terms of aches and pains and some of the discomforts of pregnancy? What if I told you that exercise can alleviate almost every single discomfort of pregnancy? The potential benefits of a well-designed prenatal exercise program are numerous, and I know you know that. I don't know if you know that pregnant women who exercise can maintain but even increase their cardiovascular fitness, their muscular strength, and their flexibility during pregnancy. Research has shown that women who exercise during pregnancy experience fewer common prenatal discomforts, such as, all right, let's talk about them, constipation, swollen extremities, leg cramps, nausea, varicose veins, insomnia, fatigue. You guys, this list goes on and on. It also can assist in controlling gestational diabetes and prevent urinal incontinence. So If you have any doubt as to whether or not you should be exercising, check with your doctor, make sure that it's safe. But I'm here to tell you that yes, you should be exercising during your pregnancy. The benefits, you will be feeling better, you will have a better labor, and you will recuperate faster, and it will be so much easier for you to get back into your new fitness routine. So I look forward to seeing you exercising every single trimester of your pregnancy. Visit StrollerStrides.com for more great information on how to stay fit throughout pregnancy and parenthood. And be sure to listen to preggy Pals for more great prenatal fitness tips.
2: All right, that wraps up our show for today. If you have a pregnancy topic you'd like to suggest, we would love to hear it. Visit our website, preggypals.com and send us an email through the contact link. If you have any questions about today's show or the topics we discussed, you can call our preggy Pals hotline. That number is 619-866-4775, and we'll answer your question on an upcoming episode. Coming up next week, we're learning all about baby names. The co-founder of NameBerry.com and the author of several baby name books is our special guest expert. Thanks for listening to Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way.
0: This has been a new mommy media production. And should not be used for diagnosing or treating healthcare problems or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare provider.
2: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing?
1: They were also playing chumba casino.